Ah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 158 of the Spears Sunnies podcast. I'm your host, comedian Lewis Spears, uh, long in general. Uh, and uh, guys, I got a, a very special letter here um, from uh, from Greeley, who's in prison at the moment. Uh, he's, uh, he's locked up for the minute. He's been a very naughty boy <laughs> and he's in prison. He's in, he's in Risden prison and uh, he sent me a six-page letter and uh, he wanted me to read some of it out to you guys. I know we're getting straight into it, right? We're just going from fucking zero to my best friends in prison. Uh, but he's doing very, very well. A lot of people have been asking me about this. Hashtag free Greeley, brah. Um, a lot of people have been asking um, about him. Uh, it's got a six-page uh, letter here. What did we? What did I want to um, read out here? Uh, so he's in he's in prison in Tasmania, which is uh, it's probably the uh, the best place in there uh, because I imagine that he's famous there. Um, so where are we? Ah, oh, that's right. This is a, I'll read. I'm not going to read the whole letter because some of it's just for me. But I think this one you guys will all enjoy. Uh, he's uh, obviously he's in prison, so he has to get uh, strip searched every now and then just to check that he doesn't have any fucking knives in his rim. Uh, don't know why you put one in there, but you know you got to check. Um, and uh, where are we? Okay, page two. I think fucking numbered them. Three. Okay. All right. So he's talking about the guards here. Um, and can I just say, Greeley's handwriting is amazing, right? I, my, way better than my handwriting. His spelling, his grammar, it's fucking really good. It's way better than mine. Like a fucking, a, a fucking, <laughs> a fucking Tasmanian jail prisoner has way better handwriting than me. What's wrong with me? Fuck. All right. So he wrote, um, Talking about being searched by guards, strip searched. Um, So before the search, so he's been searched a few times, one of the other inmates told me that I didn't actually have to squat. And I realized I'd been just doing it the last few times because I thought I had to, lol. Jeez, it's it's weird seeing lol written down with handwriting, but I guess, you know, when you're in prison, you can't use emojis. Um, You've got to use this, so that, that just must be text speech. So... Greeley has been squatting and showing the guard his asshole because he thinks he had to, and he's just been doing that. Uh, and the guard must be like, dude, I, I just want to check there's nothing like being held by his bum cheeks, but every time I get in a room with him, he spreads, his, he spreads him apart, tries to fucking squat on my face. I'm pretty sure this prisoner's hitting on me. <laughs> um, so I've just been doing it the last few times because I thought I had to, lol. Who... Okay, Greeley, bro, I know you can't hear this because you're in jail, but who the dude gave you that idea that you had to squat? Like, surely someone has to tell you to squat. If I'm fucking naked in a room with a bunch of other men with weapons, squatting isn't going to be my first move, you know? It might be covering my penis or just standing there with, a, with good posture, you know? I don't think I would, I would just immediately present my hole to a bunch of fucking prison guards. Like, I've seen enough, I've seen enough uh, of those documentaries of, like, prisons and hell, hell on earth, like those documentaries. I've seen enough of them to know that you don't really want to go around presenting your hole to cunts. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> uh, so he's talking about this one particular guard. I don't want to get him in trouble, but uh, I got strip searched by the one guard. I, I figured that I might as well squat anyway. If this cunt gets to see me naked, then he has to look at my bum hole. <laughs> so Grilly's just fucking with the guards. This is good. Um, the beef goulash I had for dinner the night before was pretty rough and I wasn't sure what it would look like back there. So I figured he deserved a look <laughs> at least. Oh, fuck. That is insane. So, <laughs> so he really, really seems to be adjusting the prison very well. You know, I talked to him beforehand and he seemed in a good headspace, but I didn't think I would get a letter the week after about him fucking with the jail guards by showing them his sphincter, uh, his unwashed asshole. But that's, that's really for you guys. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, here we go. This is another good story. Um, in between the other stuff that's for me. Uh, and he, he said that I can read out parts of this for you guys. Um, <laughs> the second day I was in here, I met this fella nicknamed Tripod. He's about five foot tall, and as I'm sure you can guess, he has a huge dick. <laughs> Later that... Okay, so Greeley, the only thing I've heard from Greeley is that he, uh, stories about other dudes getting naked in front of him. Is this, is this what prison is? Maybe this is only Tassie prison, although I don't know. I don't think he's related to anybody in there, so I don't know why he's seeing them all naked. Um, about five foot tall, and as I'm sure you can guess, he has a huge dick. Later that day, he flopped it out as he walked past, dead set at least 30 centimetres on the flop. Dude, a 30 centimetre flaccid penis. That means it's got to be at least 50 erect. Surely he can't even get a boner. You would pass out. How do you even... I, refi- I don't think that's... There's no way that's natural. You know, I feel like you get a penis that long f- when it's flaccid. Like, I can believe a 30 centimeter erect penis, but a 30 centimeter flaccid penis, uh, that has to be some kind of freak accident. You know? Like you're, you're going fishing on the pier and then you slip and your rods are on the pier, and your, your, the end of your cock gets caught on a hook, and you just fall over the edge, but you get your, your dick gets stretched out 30 centimetres. That's the only way it happens, man. And then you get a massive cock and a nice piercing at the same time. <laughs> um, where are we? Dead set at least 30 centimetres on the flop. You know the term baby's arm holding an apple? This is more like an octopus tentacle holding a basketball. I've still got PTSD from seeing it. Fuck, man. Um, And then he's talking about how he's learning a bunch of rules in there, like prisoner rules, not so much official rules, but don't do this, don't do that. Um, So apparently everything's backed up. I'm trying to go and visit him because I go to America soon, but... Seems like the the fucking visit list. I need to be put on the visit list. Apparently, it's, uh, I mean, fair enough. It's very hard to visit someone in prison. You can't just do a surprise visit. I just called them now and I sat on hold for fucking half an hour. It's like, what are you cunts doing? Is there a breakout going on? Is that what's happening? What's going on? 
Why was I on hold for half an hour? I haven't done anything wrong. I just want to talk to my friend who has. Answer the phone. The fucking robot was like, your position is one. You are first in the queue. But it didn't put me through for half an hour. What were they doing? Obviously, they were looking at Greeley's asshole. <laughs> Unnecessarily. Dude, this cunt keeps squatting in the strip search. What do you mean? We don't even need to strip search them. Oh, well, then he keeps getting naked. <laughs> um, he said, uh, and then he just, I think he had a message for you guys somewhere here. Do, 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 do. Um, I'm sorry. This, he sent me so many fucking pages. This is borderline a novel. Um, sure. Where the fuck was it? Um, okay. Maybe not. All right, I'm going to end this in a minute. Oh, that's right, it's here. Okay, he said, okay. Amazing to see you. Feel free to, feel free to use this letter for the podcast. Uh, I'll hopefully speak to you on the phone ASAP, uh, but everything is so backed up down here, overcrowded and understaffed. Doing my best to get everything sorted. Um, blah, blah, blah. trying to get me on the phone list so I can visit and he can call me. Love you heaps, brother. I can't wait to catch up and keep taking over the world like I always knew you would. Talk soon, my friend. Uh, and then he signed it with his his tag, <laughs> which is very prison, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, Greeley's doing very well, it seems. He's in prison. Uh, at the moment, he's in Risden Prison. And, guys, if you would like to send him a letter... Greeley would absolutely love to uh, read it. You know what I love about that letter is he's just shit-talked multiple guards in there and talked about showing his asshole to one of them in particular, and I'm pretty sure they have to read through the mail as it goes out. So (laughs) that's fucking hilarious. If you would like to send a letter to Greeley, get your phone out and write this down. I'm going to give you guys the the address. Um, Andrew Greeley. Risden Prison, that is R-I-S-D-O-N Prison, Corrective Services, P.O. Box 24, Lindisfarne, 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 L-I-N-D-I-S-F-A-R-N-E, Tasmania 7015, Andrew Greeley, Risden Prison, Corrective Services, P.O. Box 24, Lindisfarne, Tas 7015, um, I'm told he's going to get out sometime in May, which is next month. I hope I can uh, talk to him uh, or visit him before that. But that's where he is. If you would like to send him a letter, he would fucking love to read them because there's not much else to do when you're sitting in a room. Um, and I'm sure Greeley would love to hear your, to see your letters. And really, when are you going to see a letter? This is taking me back to my, you know, I've got a pen pal now. It's fucking awesome. Got a pen pal. I have to talk to him on the phone, but only at specific times because I, don't, I never know when he can call me. You know, it's like old times, except... Um, He's criminal. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Greeley's doing well. Um, I will put that address in the Spearhead Sunday's Facebook group as well, just uh, in case you guys want to see it. Um, But that's that's where he is, and he's doing well. 
Uh, from what I can tell, he sent me a six-page letter. I'm probably only going to send him a two-pager. <laughs> Who knows if I can be bothered. Um, but yeah, he's doing well. And uh, what's great is it looks like he's going to be out in uh, time for my tour, which we were very, very stressed about. And it looks like um, all the references and the letters that I sent uh, saying that I wanted him for my tour seem to have made a difference with the sentencing. So hopefully he'll be out uh, May 22nd or I don't know, maybe even earlier. I don't really know how it works. So I'll put that letter up there. That's from Grills. That's, that's great. I was really rapt to see that. Um, okay, dude, how crazy is that uh, Notre Dame uh, church burning down? Isn't that fucking wild? Um, I know that a lot of people on Twitter, are, uh, you know, you see a fire, you see any kind of fucking big tragedy and everyone's always like, ah, oh, it's a conspiracy. I saw cunts going, oh, the government did it. Really? The government were like, you know what we should do? Burn down a fucking monument that's been there for 1,100 years. That's a good idea. It's like, dude, I could take 9-11, but not this shit. That's not, that wasn't the fucking government, all right? Other people were like, oh, it was the bloody Muslims that did it. They've been burning down a lot of churches, which, you know, they have. I've read the news. But, guys, I've looked into it. Renovations were being done. I don't know for sure. I don't have evidence. I don't have video evidence of this. But I think we can all agree if there's one person to blame in this scenario, it's fucking tradies. It was probably some apprentice, some fucking second year apprentice. All he had to do was, you know, replace a couple of nails in the roof. But he left his drill plugged in. He said, oh, fuck, fuck now, Damo. All you were supposed to do was fix, was, <laughs> all you were supposed to do, Damo, was fucking repair the roof. It's not that hard. It was only two slats. Is that hard, bro? I'm sorry. I left, I left the generator plugged in. I forgot. I didn't have my dare ice coffee that morning. I fucking forgot. Well, it's not good enough, is it, Damo? Right? It was fucking Notre Dame's burning down. You burnt down an 1,100-year-old 11, monument, bro, because you left your fucking generator on. What am I going to tell the boss? I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I just forgot, eh? It's not my fault. Well, it is your fault, Damo. You fucking left the generator on. Yeah, but it's your fault because you, you were supposed to supervise me and help me pack up my tools. If you help me pack up my tools, instead of fucking knocking off early, going playing the pokies, this never would have happened. Oh, fuck off, Damo. You know. You know every Thursday I knock off early and play the pokies. I know. But I'm just saying, bro. It's also... Tradies did it, man, for sure. That's exactly what happened. Fucking... <laughs> an 1100-year-old 11, 11 wonder of the world is no match for tradies leaving the generator on. So fucked. You know what my mum said? This might, be, this might give you guys an insight over to, uh, into why I'm so dumb. My mum, this morning, she said, we were talking about Notre Dame burning down, and she shows me the news article and she goes, this is crazy. Isn't this insane? This is so crazy. I said, yeah, that's wild, isn't it? And then mum went, yeah, it's so crazy. I had no idea Notre Dame was real. I thought it was a Disney movie. <laughs> My mum thought Notre Dame was invented by Disney. That fucking hunchback of Notre Dame, she didn't know it was real. Bro. 
No wonder I'm so fucking stupid if that's my mum. I've got no chance. That's why Greeley, a cunt in prison, has better handwriting than me because my mum thought Notre Dame was a Disney movie. And you know what? That would be fair enough, right? Because you would see Notre Dame when you were young. No. Notre Dame came out, that Disney movie came out when she was an adult. And that means that she went, uh, she went 20 years into her life before she found out about Notre Dame and then she saw the fucking movie, loved it, obviously enough to remember the, the famous building in it, but then she went another 30 years before she realised that it was real. She never heard or saw or, th- or thought about, I wonder if that place is fucking real. That's the craziest shit ever. Does she, that, now it's got me thinking, does she think Quasimodo is real now? <laughs> Which, my mum probably thinks, is probably walking around today going, I hope Quasimodo made it out of the tower. Fuck, dude. No wonder I'm an idiot. That's my mum. It makes you wonder, like, you know, everyone knows they, they, like, everyone here is probably thinking, oh, what an idiot. She didn't think Notre Dame's real. But you know what, cunt? I know that you believe five massive wrong things, but you don't know what they are. You're just like my mom walking around being like, bro, can you believe the Eiffel Tower's in Egypt? How do they build the pyramids and the Eiffel Tower? That's crazy. I know that there's someone here listening to that that just went, oh, fuck. Notre Dame's real. (laughs) I had no idea. What do you mean Quasimodo isn't real? What do you mean he's not the hunchback of Notre Dame? Fuck. I thought he was going to be the hunchback of the Burns Ward. After the fire. Dude. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard and it came from my mum. And I love my mum. But I I can admit when I hear the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And I got to say, I think that was it. Sorry, mum. Love you, but fuck. That's a bit slow. <laughs> I feel dumber now. Fuck. How long have we been going for here? Uh, 18 minutes. All right. Now, oh, for fuck's sake, how have I gone through 80 gigabytes of data? Fuck, when does my shit reset? The 21st. What is it now? The 17th? Can't. Man, I just got a VPN. Speaking of the internet, I just got a VPN. Holy shit, it's fucking awesome. It's so good. I tried to go on a few websites I couldn't go I couldn't go on. They didn't load. I just hit the fucking America button on the VPN and bam, it loads up. Holy shit. I just went on Netflix and I, and it and it gave me a list of shit that I can't watch cuz I'm in Australia. Hit the fucking America button, boom, I'm in America, I'm watching it. That's so cool. I can't believe I've gone this far in my life without a VPN. I mean, I got a brand deal, so I'm not paying for it. But, you know, that's still a win. I got a year-long subscription to some VPN for free because uh, they, they're sponsoring a video coming out soon, which is fucking awesome. But, dude, I'm sold. I'm definitely paying for it when that shit expires. It's so fucking cool. Why does a VPN cost money? Probably isn't the best conversation to be having when they're sponsoring me. Why does a VPN cost money? Why do VPNs for computers cost money? Maybe if I keep repeating that, 
That will be the rest of the podcast. Why do VPNs cost money? VPNs that are used in computers have the capacity to heavily secure your data while you're on the internet. As we know, computers are one of the most vital tools in our work. The the data it it possesses every day is unquantifiable and therefore needs the maximum security it can get. That's where paid VPNs come in. VPN providers make sure these data's make sure these data these data this data isn't it this data we well, wouldn't say data's data's VPN this is this is see this is why I can't read a sentence because my mum thought that Notre Dame was not real and now I can't read that's her fault fuck. VPN, every, dude, every time I say something wrong, I'm going to be think, I'm going to think this is because my mum thought Notre Dame was in Disney. Um, VPN providers make sure that, that these data, this, oh, fuck. VPN providers make sure that the Notre Dame was real. This data is transferred without any unwanted third party stealing them. In conclusion, VPNs for computers cost money because of its purpose, security and privacy. <coughs> Okay, well, that makes sense. Oh, the speed and all that shit. Okay, that makes sense. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm paying for it. Man, I got a YouTube comment the other day from my last podcast because I was talking about Alex Jones. And this guy said the dumbest shit about, you could say about Alex Jones. And I'm not, I'm not dissing Alex Jones for this, right? For you fucking cunts in your red hats have a go at me. Um, what did he say? So I was talking about how uh, it was crazy that Alex Jones on the Logan Paul podcast because then, you know, a bunch of kids, children were going to get into his conspiracy theories. This guy wrote, Alex has been 100% credible with his information. I have listened for well over for 15 years now. And it is news that many fear to watch. Truth hurts, bro. You're kind of a lame. Dude. Okay. Let's remove Alex Jones from the conversation. There is not a single human being on the planet that is 100% credible. One, never, 15 years, that human has never made a mistake. Not one. Never made an error. He's, he's nailed it every single time. And every time he states an opinion, you've researched it and confirmed it. 100% of the time, bro? I don't think so. I have said 30,000 wrong things and we're only 25 minutes into the podcast. My mum thought that Notre Dame was invented by Disney, okay? We're not that smart. Not a single human being is that smart to be right 100% of the time. If they were, maybe, maybe Alex Jones is a fucking android. Maybe he's a shape-shifting alien and InfoWars is a false flag to distract us from, from the water turning the frogs gay. And apparently I, was, apparently I was wrong about that as well. Apparently the water did not turn the frogs gay. I'm going to Google it. Is the chemicals in the water turning the frogs gay? Turning the frogs gay. Well, I'm not going to click on a fucking thing from CNN. That's just the other side of the InfoWars shit. That's just the other team. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the most biased source uh, ever, and uh, I think that Alex Jones is wrong. Um, 
Okay. So, this cunt reckons, one study showed that pesticides can, can turn male frogs to females. This is def- very different from an active government plan to make frogs homosexual. Yeah, but, that, but that's what I was saying. Like, that's the, that's the shit that he does, where he says outlandish shit and he knows it's going to get memed to death, but then when you actually look it up, you go, oh, fuck. He was onto something. He's not 100% correct, unless you're that fucking idiot in the comment section who thinks he's 100% correct 100% of the time because he's fucking calculator. He's not. But that's what I was saying. Like, you know, Alex Jones says something insane and outlandish in a, in a memey way because he understands the internet. And then you fucking go, oh, is the chemicals actually turning them gay? And you look it up and then you got some fucking person debunking it going, um, actually, the chemicals aren't turning the frogs gay. They're actually turning them into females. It's like, oh, well, sweet. That's all right then. Put those chemicals in the water. Fuck. I thought it was going to turn me gay, but it's just going to make me grow a vagina. That's fine. Chuck it in the water. Put it in the drinking system. Put that shit straight into my brain. No worries. Alex Jones wasn't 100% correct? Well, fucking let's irradiate the water system, guys. Because InfoWars sells vitamins. And I don't like that. Is that what this podcast is going to be? Me getting... Me standing up for Alex Jones? Yes. And you know what? If you think I'm an idiot, you know why I'm an idiot? Because my mum thought that Notre Dame was invented by Disney. Come to think of it, Alex Jones looks like the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> the chemicals are in the French water and giving me a hunchback. And, and, and. <coughs> I don't know how he talks like that. Every time I try to do an Alex Jones impersonation, I feel like I'm giving myself throat cancer. And you know what else gives you throat cancer? Fucking chemicals in the water. <coughs> I can't even do it. All right, what else do I want to talk about here? Oh, I, I hung out at the. Uh, I hung out with the Misfits, uh, that massive fucking YouTube gamer group. They're all cool guys, man. I had no idea. Uh, one that they were in Melbourne. I knew they existed, but I had no idea how fucking big they were, dude. It's like when I went through a phase of discovering on Instagram a new famous rapper with like 6 million followers that I had never heard of. I feel like I found them all now, almost. All these SoundCloud rappers that were coming out of fucking nowhere. I'd be like, how is this guy famous and so are 300 other people? I don't get it. How can there be that many famous people? But it can, man. It's crazy. And now I found out about these Misfits guys um, because Fitz followed me on Twitter and we had a bit of back and forth and a bit of a chat and we hung out, went to his place there in Melbourne and uh, then I went to their little fucking, I, when I say little, I, mean, I went to their fucking mansion and there's like six of them and they've all got like over a million fucking subs and they're huge uh, and they're killing it, man. It's so good to see. They got like their own, they, man, they got their business sorted. I love that shit. Obviously not going to fucking go into detail, but just the conversations I had, I was like, I was so glad to find other people that are big online that just know their worth. That's all it comes down to is just cunts knowing their worth and getting savvy and just being like, why would I do that when I'm this? You better give me something if you want me to do that. I love that shit. Just good to see more people on top of their business and, and hustling and, and, and move, moving forward and doing well. It's really cool. So the Misfits were great fun. Uh, I, got to, I got to wear Swagger Soul's helmet 
That was fucking sick. When he took the helmet off, though, his face was all pixelated. I've got no idea what he looks like. <laughs> i got no idea, and I'll never tell you. Um, but, yeah, they, they were nice, man. And, uh, fuck, I got to – Fitz has a, has, a, has a Tesla. Dude, I'd never been in a te- – he's got the nice Tesla, too, like the, the fucking good one. I'd only been in one Tesla, and it was in an Uber, and I sat in the back seat, so I didn't really – get to appreciate it but because it was you know a guy i knew driving it i got to fucking really nerd out and he had only just got it so he was excited and he wanted to show me all the stuff that it could do and holy fuck it's totally sold me i thought i I thought when i was like a millionaire if i get there that i would get a maserati fuck that dude i'm getting a tesla they got a fucking computer screen that's no joke about as big as your monitor at home bigger than a laptop screen just fucking sitting there vertically right just sucking you in there was spotify podcasts all these apps on it i saw that and i was like well fuck radio's dead there was i tell you what there wasn't a radio tuner there it was like spotify podcast some other thing maps just a bunch of apps and there was not (laughs) there wasn't fucking luke and lewis on fox that wasn't there fuck and just just sitting in it made me go oh i get it petrol cars are dead they're fucked they can't compete with that, right? Dude, he parked it so close to his wall. I was like, how the fuck are we going to get in? And he goes, watch this. Opens up an app on his phone, hits summon. The Tesla, its rear view vision mirrors go in, inside it. And then it just drove towards him. And then he walked it down the street like a fucking dog. It just followed him. Didn't crash into anything. No one in the car. Couldn't even hear it start up. No exhaust, doesn't pollute the planet. He told me he only, I was like, how long does it take to charge? And he goes, half an hour. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And he goes, yeah, but I only have to do it every three weeks. I was like, what? You only got to charge your car every three weeks? And he goes, yeah, and I only have to do that because I don't want to install the electric thing in my house because I'm renting. I was like, holy fuck. If you had that in your house, you would, that's petrol stations, dead. That's a whole industry just gone. Um, and then we were in the, in the car. The thing goes so fast, you can't even tell. He hit, he hit the accelerator. It doesn't even feel like you're going fast because it's just... The, driving it and being in it seems like there's no consequence to anything. When you put your foot down on a car, you hear... When you put your foot down on the Tesla, you hear nothing. Fucking crazy, right? Um, <clears throat> so he got on the highway and he went from like fucking 20 kilometers to like uh, 80 in no time at all. And then I was like, man, that's crazy. And he goes, yeah, I know, isn't it? And then I said, so, uh, is it's automatic then? Cause I looked around, there's no gear stick. I'm like, it's automatic. Right. And he goes, no, there's no gears. I was like, what do you mean there's no gears? And he goes, dude, it's a battery. The only reason there's gears in a car is because there's an engine. I was like, oh, fucking no shit. He goes, yeah, the battery just makes the wheels spin faster and that's it. I was like, fuck, man. There's no gears in the thing. Which, I mean, I don't know anything about cars, but surely the, the less parts, like, like a gearbox and less moving parts and all that kind of shit... The less of that going on, the less breakdowns you would have or the less parts in the car, the less you have to replace, right? 
So obviously they'd be expensive now because it's a Tesla and they're new. But eventually, if everyone's driving one, it'd just be cheaper, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm an idiot. My mum thought that Notre Dame wasn't real. <laughs> but dude, just sitting in the thing and like the music system was amazing. The fucking roof was all glass. So we're driving. They all came to see my see Luke's show and me, me open for them, for him. Driving, driving there at night, you look up and you see the stars. I was like, fuck, it's beautiful. And then I was asking if, if the car can drive itself yet. And he's like, no, not yet. But uh, that's only because it's not legal. The software's there. The minute that Australia makes it legal, I can just have one finger on the wheel and it will just drive it anywhere. Like I read some news story about some cunt buying a Tesla in LA. He didn't even pick it up. He bought it online and the car drove to his house. <laughs> like, like, fuck. What, like, honestly, what does a car have that can compete with that a regular car here here's what it has vroom vroom that's it that's all it has that's better oh it's got vroom vroom and and i like being in i like shifting manual gears it's got vroom vroom in gears it's like dude why don't you go and fucking ride a horse too while we're at it fucking crazy man um, what else did it do? It sucked your dick? That was great. <laughs> don't do that. I don't know. It was just, it was crazy. I, I had, I had seriously, if you have a friend or if you, if you can go and test drive one of those things, go and do it, man. It was fucking crazy. And I, I don't like cars. You know me, I'm 25. I don't have my license, but I got out of that car and I thought, fuck, I got to get it today. And then I need to spend 10 years getting a million dollars so I can drop 150 grand on a fucking car. But yeah, it was, it was just crazy. And, and it just totally demonstrated to me. You know what it made me think? It made me think, what can we actually do with technology, right? Because all of the other car manufacturers would never have made this. And the only reason they're doing the electric thing is because some insane Elon Musk dude came out of nowhere with his billions of dollars from paypal and started building electric cars borderline for fun and he was like oh i'm just gonna try and make the best car that i can and he did it and now all every other automobile in a company in the world is trying to catch up to tesla and do the electric thing but they're so far behind it makes me think what can we actually do right because we could we could probably <clears throat> they could probably <coughs> Sorry, I've Alex Jones myself out of my own voice. And that's what I'm doing. The Alex Jones voice is, is making us all lose your voice. Um, it made me think, like, what can we actually do, you know? Because if Elon Musk could go from never building a car company in his life to making the Tesla... Surely if those car companies started at the same time as him, they could have made something better. Which makes me think, what can we actually currently make or come up with that we're only not doing because our competitors aren't? You know what I mean? The only reason the car companies now are making better electric cars is because Tesla came along. It seems to be the only way to innovate is some insane person who's like, I'm going to make a flying car. And everyone's like, dude, you can't do that. They're too noisy. He goes, I'm going to do it anyway. And then some cunt just does it. Next minute, Tesla's trying to make flying cars, but you're too late because the Alex Jones company is already making flying cars. It was crazy. 
And just, and just sitting in it and being in it totally demonstrated that, oh, this is the best car in the world. And I've been in nice cars. I've been in like a Maserati and I fucking loved that. I've been in a Range Rover. I love that. I've never been in a Lamborghini, but I just don't give a fuck. Like that obviously Lamborghinis are not going to be the future of cars because no one has a million dollars. But like Tesla's making affordable cars. And if they all do that, I mean, fuck. Everyone else is fucked. Like, I thought it was cool when Elliot Loney's car, the engine turned off when he stopped at a red light. I thought that was cool. I was like, oh, that removes consumption and makes it a bit quieter. And then Tesla comes along and goes, yeah, we removed um, the engine. (laughs) We just got rid of it. Crazy, man. And they're safer than all the other cars too. So it's like, and I was was researching Tesla. Dude, they're going to take over the fucking planet. That's the next Amazon, I'm telling you. So what they're doing, right, is they're building the AI so the car can drive around. And it can do that. The only reason it can't do it is because the laws don't enable it to, right? So the minute it becomes legal, cunts are going to start reading books while they drive, right? But not only that, this is what Tesla is building. Tesla is building a competitor to Uber with no drivers, right? And you might think, oh, but that won't work because... All Uber has to do is hire drivers with cars, whereas Tesla has to build cars. There's no, you can't compete with that. That's too expensive. No, here's the thing. Tesla, when they finish building this app, every time you buy a Tesla, you can sign your car up to this app. And if you get on the train to go to work and your car is sitting there from nine to five, you can instead put in the app and make your car drive for Uber or, or Tesla's competitor. So while you're working, your car is driving around making you and Tesla more money, zero effort or cost from either of you. <clears throat> That's insane. That's what they're building. So that means that theoretically... I was reading this article about it. Every time Tesla sells a car, theoretically, that's an extra $8,000 for them once this app thing is up and running and legal. Because they sell the car for hundred grand, and then every year that car makes $8,000 driving cunts places. That's fucking crazy. I mean, of course, you're going to get drunk people spewing in the back of your Tesla, and there's nothing you can do about it, but... I don't know how that problem goes away, but crazy, huh? And then I was also reading, fucking Alex Jones. I I read this huge article just about how, why Tesla is the future and, and the car companies don't even really realize it yet. So the biggest regular manufacturer of cars, which is, I think it was like called FCA. I think it was like F, Chrysler Automotive, something like that. <clears throat> Fucking cunt automotive. Whatever it was. So they make they own heaps of different brands and they make most of the cars, right? So with all of the laws around uh carbon uh and you know poison the environment, all that kind of stuff, a lot of businesses, if they create something that pollutes the environment, they have to pay a fee. And obviously that fee is to encourage all of these businesses to lower their carbon emissions so it costs them less and therefore less damage to the environment, right? So what these car companies have started to do is instead of modifying their behavior, 
they buy carbon credits from other businesses. So Ford will buy a bunch of carbon credits from a farmer because obviously he owns a business and his business grows stuff, so he puts good shit into the environment and he has all of these credits. And then he sells those credits to Ford and Ford buys them. And then when the government comes around and goes, oh, you're polluting this much, he goes, yeah, but I bought these imaginary credits from this farm, so I've also helped. Do you get what I mean? They're buying good environmental output from other people so that they don't have to modify their behavior. So what FCA has done recently, they were about to get hit with a massive carbon fine, but what they did instead of paying that is they bought all of Tesla's credits because Tesla is making electric vehicles. There's an incentive to do that. Every time a vehicle is built, they get credits, but they have nothing to do with the credits because they don't even make vehicles that pollute the planet. So they sold all of their credits to the big car companies. So all of the big car companies are giving their biggest competitor money to continue making better cars than they can. They're fucked. And anyway, guys, all of that shit I just said, that intelligent discussion we said, doesn't even come close to topping and overcoming the fact that my mum thought Notre Dame was fucking fake. How long are we going for? 41 minutes. All right. <clears throat> Time for miscellaneous bit at the end. Are you just sitting here listening to me? My editor, he's finished work half an hour ago. He's just sitting here listening. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, you can. I'm just saying, you know, it's also, also go home. <laughs> Live your life. Don't listen to me scream about Notre Dame. Um, all right. I actually got a few good emails recently. If you, want to, if you don't know, Miscellaneous Bit at the End is a part of the podcast where I answer questions sent in by you and probably at some point a letter sent in from my friends in prison. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to send an email, if you have a story you think I would like or you need some advice, send it to podcast at lewspears.com. Now, I have uh, a story from uh, old podcast favorite uh, who some of the people, if you've been listening for a while, you will recognize the name, Vasilius. Uh, Vasilius, the pussy destroyer. This guy uh, I, he comes to my shows quite a lot, and every time I, every time he emails me, he has a story more fucked than the last. So I haven't proofread this one because I know that I won't have to, judging by his name and the fucking subject line. And every time he comes to my show, he has a fucked up story to tell me that I just that. And and you know what? He's the he's the one cunt that gets an exclusive license to yell shit out in my show because he always has a fuck story that just makes the show better. So Vasilios has a story for us. And the title of this email is Throwing Condoms Out of a Skyscraper Window. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, Lewis, it's Vasilios again. I heard you were running low. And you know what's great about this is he's only sending this because he's running low. He's like, oh, I'll just open up the archives and just send him a fucked one from my memories. So this is in his mind. This isn't even a good one. I thought you were running I heard you were running low so I thought I would share an old story. A few years ago, I had a girlfriend who lived on the 32nd floor of a 50-something story apartment block that was right next to a busy train station. And after we'd fuck, I would always throw the condoms out the window onto 
onto a way smaller roof, stories down, because I thought eventually someone's going to have to go on that roof and maybe might have to clean it, lol. Anyway, one day the wind really picked up the condom and it flew into some cunt's face. (laughs) No! And flew into some cunt's face as he was walking out of the station. Dude, I don't know what he did because I hit the ground crying with laughter. I hope you enjoyed having a shit one. Bro, imagine coming home from the job you hate just to cop a condom full of cum to the face from 30 stories up, like a condom travelling at light speed. Dude, that's fucked. That reminds me of the most fucked thing I've ever seen one of my friends do. I didn't condone this. However, I did laugh, okay? There's a difference between laughing and condoning. Sometimes you can be like, ah, good one, mate, and have a bit of a chuckle. But the hardest you will ever laugh is when your friend does something that you don't approve of. Whether it's them doing something stupid and hurting themselves or doing something fucked and you just watch it in horror, okay? And this is that one thing that my friend did that I don't approve of. We were 18, right? We went to Chinatown. It was with the boys. And this was during my besting phase, right? Our besting phase, where what we did best was vandalize shit, okay? And this is one of the final times. We went to this Chinese restaurant, threw a bunch of plates out the window. I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But we went to this one Chinese restaurant. 18 of us, too many boys. Not a single, but you need a woman, okay? Whenever more than six guys get in the same room, you need a woman there to go, hey, stop, (laughs) slow down, don't do that. Uh, No, don't, not a good idea. If you do that, I'm not going home with you. You need a girl because the moment there's more than six boys, fuck stuff starts happening, right? So we get there. They put us in a private room and they shut the doors. Bad idea, right? We all get our food. I order two serves of fried rice, one for me, one for the pot plant. (laughs) Straight into the pot plant. Not a good idea, but looking back on it, quite funny, right? My other mate, we finish our food, right? I've had a good feed, so did the pot plant. There's like a fucking, there's a giant, there's a giant beautiful tree and then it's just full of rice. Then my friend gets four plates Chucks them all out the window. We're like three stories up. Chucks them out the window into an alleyway at the other building. They all smash and then rain down on the bins below. Then the staff come in and they check. They don't notice anything. And then they fuck off and then we leave. Hilarious. And you know what? That wasn't even the thing that I was started this story about. That was what happened before the thing that I disapprove of. Plate throwing, very funny. Then we went to the car park that's above... Um, <laughs> that's above Chinatown and you can go all the way up to the car park it's only for, it's only for cars a bunch of the boys are drunk a uh, few people smoking weed I'm sitting there being sober and egging everybody else on to do dumb shit as I always do right? just being a bad influence when I should be the calming voice but sorry I don't have a vagina right anyway people start it's like a Friday night so everyone's going to clubs everyone's dressed up nice people start pouring beer off the balcony on people you know, going down, no one hits anyone. It's like four stories up. It's just a bit of a funny meme. Then my friend pisses in a cup 
And this is when I start going, this is when you start doing the laugh of the no laugh. Like, oh, 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 oh no, nah, Damo. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Oh, that's a bit rough. Nah, man. Too late. I'm like, no, don't. He, <laughs> he gets the bottle of piss, cup of piss. He tips it over the side. Some poor cunt in this beautiful suit cops a cup full of warm piss all over him. He looks up and sees 18 boys pissing themselves literally with laughter, screaming, laughing, and he's covered in piss. I, re- I watched him. It took him six seconds to realize that it wasn't water. It was three seconds for him to realize that it wasn't water and it wasn't alcohol, and then six seconds to realize that it was actually piss. If that poor cunt was probably onto a date, and that's, got, that's going to be one of the hardest times I've ever laughed, and I don't do that shit, bro. I don't recommend that. Looking back on that, imagine if that guy came up and just beat the fuck out of all of his Jackie Chan style. I don't know if Jackie Chan was into being pissed on. That might be some R. Kelly shit. <laughs> R. Kelly with a black belt. <laughs> um, all right, I got time for one more and then I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, Actually, you know what? I'm going to save it. Should I date a sex worker? I've got to save that one. I'm going to read that one next week. It's too long. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Speared Sunnies podcast. Again, uh, please do send a letter to Greeley. He's in prison, and I imagine that's very boring. He would love to get letters from you guys. The address, again, is Andrew Greeley, Risden Prison, Corrective Services, P.O. Box 24, Lindisfarne, Tasmania, 7015. Um, send him some letters. Um, and uh, I'll put that address in the Facebook group as well. And also, if you want early access to everything that I do, make sure you support me on Patreon. Helps what I do, helps me pay the rent, and uh, helps me stay consistent as we have been doing two videos a week for about three months now. It's been fucking awesome. Uh, There are currently two videos on Patreon right now that are not public and won't be public. One goes up on Tuesday, one doesn't drop for a whole nother month, and there are two episodes of the Patreon-exclusive Me and Mike podcast. So there's a bunch of stuff on Patreon now that only patrons get and it's all very high quality shit i'm real proud of it and i'm happy to give back to the people who are given to me so thanks for listening guys uh i will talk to you next sunday and i sincerely hope you all have a very shit one in fact i hope you have a shitter one than, than that guy that copped cum at light speed all right see you later <coughs>